Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Hip Hop Saved My Life podcast. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Now sit back because it's time for the podcast. Welcome to Hip Hop Save My Life. Uh, you are joining us in a sort of a weird situation here. We've got we're joined by well, we're joined as always by Rupert. Hello. Uh, we have got KSI and yeah. Craig David. Finally, uh, I was about to say in the building. <laughs> KSI is in the building. Craig, in the da- Craig David is in a building. <laughs> we're we're looking at building. you on our laptop now. You're at home, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm in my studio at home. Just we, we're taking we're taking full advantage of this. This virtual reality situation we're in right now, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's either really inventive or sad. Uh, I, I can't figure out which one. I'm, I'm swaying towards sad. Because <laughs> <laughs> all we're doing is just sad. looking at a laptop. Yeah, yeah. This, this is 2020, man. It's just like three guys have decided to check out Pornhub together. <laughs> <laughs> they do live stuff. Yeah. They do live stuff. Uh, how are you, Craig? You good? You know what? I'm with you, man. I'm, re- I'm really good, man. It's like... It's it's a like 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 KSI or JJ saying like it's, it's a strange time but it's I think you've got to kind of find ways to find connection which right. I think where the music has been a real help in this period of time you know what I mean yeah yeah hundred percent yeah I think 100%. people are looking to it more and more aren't they it, mm. uh, it's uh, it's good. So you two have uh, got this song together, really love. How did you two end up? How did this happen? Yeah, so um, obviously uh, I made the track um, with you know, no chorus, mm. uh, and uh, you know I did my two verses, and then I was like, oh, you know, who could I get to really like spice this up? Mm. And Eminem uh, came through with a chorus, but you know um, it didn't make sense for him to be on it. So right. we we're like, oh, like. We sent it to Craig David, and I didn't personally. I didn't think he was gonna like it. <laughs> I didn't think. Really confident. Like, well, they were just like, yeah, like, like give it to Craig David. He might be up for it. Makes my it makes sense as the garage tune. I said, there's no way. Like I'm a YouTuber, blah 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 blah. Yeah, but yeah, bro, he heard it. He loved it. He loved the energy. He loved everything, and uh, he did it. I, personally, I think he did it better than Evan he Oh my gosh! <laughs> I did his own. I oh did his own style. God. But uh, no, obviously Evan Ike did bits. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, I, Craig David like fully killed it, and he's just made it like an absolute tune. video we uh, shot it in like an icy cold um, environment snowy area and uh roscoe who's the guy who directed the music video has absolutely destroyed the music video and uh yeah man it's just i'm excited for people to hear this because yeah i truly feel like this song will be a number one hundred percent hundred percent hundred percent yeah this is like my best song ever okay yeah hundred yeah. percent Okay, Craig, JJ saying he's 100% certain this is going to be a number one. Do you know what? The the thing is, when you put it out there, you put it out there. It's mm. like, I, there's certain songs, and I'll, I'll back it with you. On the, and to be honest, there's no losing this, to be honest, because I think once you shoot for the for the top, yeah, it, it depends on what number one is to you. If it's a chart thing, that's one thing. Mm. But I think when people hear it, I think what I loved when, when JJ sent over was that, just felt like an authentic garage tune mm. that didn't feel like it was throwback to sort of 1999. It was, it felt fresh. Yeah. But it had all the all the all the influences and the, and the, the parts that made garage so special back then. So when I heard it, that's why I was like, you know what? It was almost an instant thing. Usually, I get loads of garage tunes sent over and yeah. come on, let's take it back and go up for Dodger on it. And I'm like, 
it's hard for me because once you have rewind and film me in and stuff, it's hard to, you don't go there in your, people always say, well, it ain't quite as good as, but this one came and I was like, man, the melody on this is crazy. The way JJ was spitting on, spitting the bars and the verses, yeah. it, all the feelings of why I got into Garage. So um, I back it with you, man. I, I really hope it hits in the same way, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, in a way, a number one is like getting on Hip Hop Save My Life podcast. That's yeah. a number that's, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's a that's a thing. Oh, uh, but Craig, do you do you when you get, like you said you get sent loads of tunes and stuff, and obviously people want you to appear on their stuff. When you think about what you're going to do, obviously you said you love the tune when JJ sent it to you. But is there any part of you that's thinking about your legacy and the fact that you do have a legendary status in that in the scene? So does that do you think? Does that worry you? Do you? Does that does that play on your mind at all when you're deciding what you're going to do next? Do you know? What? I mean, it, it definitely it makes it makes me raise my bar as to what kind of gets through because I think I really have to filter off a lot of stuff that comes through, or even kind of hearing a tune and saying, you know what, I don't feel like I can bring anything to that. Like it might even be like super poptastic, a hit record, mm. but it just might not sit right with kind of the my fans who've kind of grown up with a certain style of. R&B with hip hop tinges, garage. And, but I definitely get back to just being playful with it. I think when you hear a, a record that feels good, mm. it hits up. Any hit record I've had in my career has always been ones that you hear it, you're instantly in, you can't wait to go and fire up the microphone and get your, your Pro Tools session up or if you're a Logic Man and just get in. <laughs> and I felt that. That's why it was done so quickly. And I hit up JJ. I was like asking Am I hitting this right? Is this that? Do we throw some ad libs here? He's like, yo, can you put some on the second chorus? Can can we do? It was a really nice collaboration, even though we weren't in the same building together. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And JJ, you sort of alluded to this thing about one of your worries about sending the tune to him was uh, not a snobbery, but you, you you sort of worried about how people see a YouTuber moving into music. Is that something that you're well, conscious of? Yeah, I think it's definitely a thing because obviously, you know, I'm quite unconventional the way I've kind of come up through music. So I definitely feel like a lot of artists are still unsure with, you know, the how to But the truth me. is, mate, people want you to be shit. Uh, well, yeah. and, 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 and I don't yeah, mean yeah, that yeah. in a horrible way, but no, what no, I mean it's, it's like you've achieved success in this thing. It's annoying. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if, yeah. You then, if you then show yourself to be good at something else. So there, there is, a, you, you know, you must be aware of a resistance in that regard. Of right? course, of course. And I, I don't know. I kind of strive <laughs> I kind of strive through that. Like, I don't know. It just makes me want to always be better and just improve all the time. And, uh, you know, yeah, like, I always feel like, yeah, because I'm a YouTuber, people are going to think of me a certain way, but I just need to prove people wrong. And mm -hmm. I feel like I keep doing that with the music that I uh, put out. And, you know, I keep changing people's perception of what a YouTuber can do when it comes to music, so. Uh, Craig, was that something that you thought about at all when you got the tune? Was it was uh, JJ's sort of YouTube background? Did that come into your consideration at all? Or were you just, I love this tune. I think what he's done is great. That's all that you need to think about. Do you know what? Like, I think it's easy to kind of pigeonhole people and put people in boxes. And I think with JJ, he'd always been trying to sort of push that boundary, as he just said then, even when it came to like doing sports events and next thing you're turning up and he's getting crazy paper views on the boxing ring and, and, and yeah, so like, annoying <laughs> <laughs> so it's all but I, but I'll be super honest with you when it comes to music I don't I don't pull back in, in punches if, if it's if I'm not feeling it I don't sort of oh yeah because someone's got their shine on them or someone's doing well or there's that for me it, it bites you in the ass later on down the line because people yeah. are like why did you go there but when I heard it literally when I heard the verses that was the key to me I was like man's bringing the bringing the flow and not just any old nonsense on the lyrics. It was like, yeah. it felt authentic. Mm. So I, I respected it for that, but then I also knew that man was smashing it anyway. So it was like, if it, if it did work out, it would be, it would a be a moment. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you decide to do like stand-up tours, I'll be really fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually tried. <laughs> I've actually tried. Yeah. It, oh man, I bombed so Where hard. Did, did you? Yeah, yeah, but everybody right. bombs. No, so I did, I think it was like for... A brand, I think it was like for Volvic or Boxton or something. Yeah, like that's that. that's the, the comedy, way most people get into stand up. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried, and oh man, my my jokes were just not good. Did he write a set? It was, uh, yeah, yeah. So I wrote down it. everything, and yeah, it was so bad. Mm. It's like one everybody's of the hardest shit. things. To but everybody's do. shit when I start. And like my, I guess, yeah, yeah. And my kids think you're funny and don't think I'm funny at all. So <laughs> <there> you <go. laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like. 
Your, your stuff's boring. I mean, it's mostly me calling them pricks, so yeah, yeah. I, 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 I understand why they might not like it. Here's a little bit that you like to call. How did you get into hip-hop? So you guys are both... Uh, Hip hop fans, uh, Craig. What's your sort of uh, what's your sort of uh, journey into hip hop, and, and what sort of stuff do you like? Man, I'm still. I mean, I'm really grateful to have grown up in that that '90s period where like Biggie dropping his first album. Then you've got, I mean, Ready to Die was so huge anyway, and probably one of my favorite tunes on there. One more chance. Yeah. But it was the remix actually, the Faith Evans version that is my go-to tune. Right. First things first, I pop freaks, all the honeys, dummies, playboy bunnies, those wanting money. Those the ones I like, cause they don't get Nathan but penetration. Unless it smells like sanitation, garbage, I turn like doorknobs. Heart throb never, black and ugly as ever. However, I stay Gucci down to the socks, rings and watch filled with rocks. And my jam not in the Mississippi. Which is kind of mad because that got sent to me from Arab Gotti back in the day as a remix for Seven Days. He sent me the instrumental of One More Chance remix. And for whatever reason, I was like, I don't know what I can really do to this. I've got this in my in my vinyl collection over here. I mean, it's yeah. like, you haven't really sent me anything I haven't already got. So I, somehow it moved on and there was the DJ Premier remix that I got into. Next thing I'm hearing is, see, my days are cool without you. And I'm thinking, my <laughs> God, my shunt grew for that I'm foolish in a different way. It was, and that was my tune. So it was like, it's funny how that era of um, hip hop, the, the whole East Coast, West Coast rivalry at that time, I mean, it was, it was real. I mean, yeah. this was, and we obviously we saw, I mean, unfortunately the deaths that came of it, but it was like an amazing time to grow up on that hip hop. Um, and then you kind of have a different perspective of how things are evolving and where it's coming, stemming from, you know what I mean? And then do you, have you continued to be into hip hop? Have you sort of, cause you know, you can be into hip hop and be into that era of it. And you sort of think the, the newest stuff's not for me or have you ca- continued to sort of be across it? Do you know what? I, I mean, I love, I love hip hop in general. So. Yeah. It's not hearing Kendrick Lamar or J. Cole or even King Loss. I was like, li- listen to the, the freestyle. Man. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Oh my God. To hip hop, I'm Socrates. I'm top five in the fifth spot to mockery. The fifth pop, you do the Macarena or get rocked like Slipknot's discography. You click watching me, hoping I stumble. You bitch watching me. You know it's a jungle. She like lions, not liars, nigga. I figured you'd be slow to rebuttal. She's standing there drooling and dripping. You could only be humble. Just be a gentleman and put your jacket over the puddle. You poodle, that pun was a puzzle. I just wonder That's what we live for when, with hip-hop, when people can really bring it in that kind of respect. But I like that... The one thing I do like about that era from 90s, 2000, is that there was a there was a deep importance in storytelling. Mm. It was like... It was, it, we didn't have the technology at that point to really kind of to flex it on the production side in terms of crazy or tune and doing it, which is a style this was like when you hear biggie that voice was biggie you know what i mean you hear tupac it was tupac and i just think that i'm just grateful to hear heard those people while they were still alive and yeah. what they represented especially tupac and what he was standing for you know what i mean i think now his things are really resonating deeper than anything is yeah. everything dead we're like wow you're talking about 2020 right now i know it, it's a combination of it being uh, impressive but also slightly depressing that mm. those issues do you know that we still seem to have those same kind of issues right and and the fact that you'd like to have thought that a period of time we would have got past the those rivalries and those battles after the east coast west coast thing which was deeply entrenched that people could just be lyricists and we can go we can battle now without it turning into like Someone yeah. ends up it can, it. it can stay it can stay in the battle arena it doesn't have to cross over into real life or whatever exactly and what current artists are you listening to is there are there people that you said Kendrick are you who else are you into now well I mean to be honest between it's really when I flip back to the, the UK I mean when I'm hearing when you listen to what I say Chipmunk's coming come back recently I mean it's yeah. kind of which is on the tip of everyone's tongue what's going on and you're hearing Stormzy doing this thing when you're hearing People are coming with those kind of ones again. You sort of say, well, this guy had to go almost underground for a while, find himself again, because I think there was that whole period of time where the champion record, Chris Brown, was huge. And then everyone saw the spotlight was there. And then I'm looking on people that have kind of been in the game who are coming through second wave and saying, listen, when it comes to lyrics, we're going in. And you're seeing someone like Stormzy, who's kind of pushing the whole boundaries and taking it 
to headline in Glastonbury. So yeah. the K is really vibrant right now, which I think is important. I know where you live too, but that is not the point of this. Pull up, catch me lacking, plan fell, there's no avoiding this. Don't know what you heard about Essex, but it's calm, dog. And they ain't used to black people screaming down the car park. So let me ask you this, Mr. Roadman, because you don't get the program. It seems like you want to lose it all. If my niggas pull up at your gate screaming, shouting down the place, who the fuck you think your neighbor's going to call? I mean, you were talking about, JJ, about the fact that they're like overcoming the stigma, not stigma, but, you know, the sort of the preconceptions about you being a YouTuber. Chip has had has that as, as his own cross to bear in that regard in terms of, obviously, because he had those sort of crossover tunes and stuff back in the day, the idea of him being a proper spitter is something that he's, you know, I think people have more recently gone, oh, fucking hell, he actually can properly, like, yeah, rap, right? Yeah, I think even from when he was... Um, having rap battles with Boxy Malone. Yeah. Like, when they had their back and forth, a lot of people were like, oh, snap, I didn't know Chip could go in like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it was quite wild. And uh, I think he's definitely improved tremendously over the years. And uh, he keeps improving, man. Like, you know, it's just, it's crazy to see. I don't, I don't know if Storms is ever going to reply. Uh, if I was Storms, I probably wouldn't. Why not? Uh, I think it... For him, I feel like Stormzy feels like he's bigger than that. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably just like, he probably thinks, if I respond to this, I'm going down to his level. Right. And then that's going to give it more light, more shine. And it's also going to let everyone know that, you know, what he did, you know, going up to Chip's place and then just trying to, you know, I guess run up on him in his own house, blah, blah, blah. So... Yeah, I think I think he's just going to be a bit more smarter with what he does, and uh, I guess maybe do a few disses here and there because he doesn't need to respond. He storms you, man. He's huge. He's the yeah. biggest rapper in the game in the UK, man. So he, you know, yeah, he he can do whatever he wants, <laughs> really. Why Why do you think he responded to Wiley then? Because Wiley's the original Easy Prey. I think because he's Easy Prey. No, Wiley's wild, man. Yeah. Like, you know, Wiley just, he just keeps going on and on. And, you know, he just doesn't care. And I feel like he knew Wiley wouldn't be able to come back as hard. Mm. Whereas with Chip, he knows, you know, that's a dangerous person to go against so I think he's going to be a lot more smarter with how he attacks would you, would you enter into that no no no, 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 no no well I mean I've, had, done, I've, had I've, I've had my beef before yeah. but you know you have to pick your battles you have to be smart with it yeah but you've got a number of disciplines you can go lyrically or you can go into boxing you know you've got well, the, thing, yeah, the thing is I can always just you know like if someone disses me I can always make YouTube videos and start you know clowning them through that yeah. and then you know obviously I can go through the music route and try and bar for bar for them and also I can just call them out and be like at the end of the music uh, at the end of me doing the diss track I'll be like and at, at, at the end of this we could just fight anyway so let's go <laughs> and no one's gonna, no one's gonna yeah, yeah yeah no one's gonna want to <laughs> fight me because you know I've had like three yeah. plus years of training yeah so it's kind of like they know they'll probably lose so we had uh, Eddie Hearn on this podcast yeah, yeah. a couple of weeks ago yeah, yeah. he's singing your praises he was oh, actually wow. yeah. Yeah. yeah he's very no, nice mm, that's it appreciate it so, Craig, what are you up to at the moment? You've had a bit of a renaissance, haven't you? I mean, like, you're, like, living a life now, right? You seem to be, like, doing all sorts of shit. I don't mean that in a criminal way. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what? It's been, a, it's been a crazy 20 years so far, you know? It's, like, came out of the blocks kind of with everything that, that changed my life. And then it's, been, it's, like, it's a roller coaster ride. I really feel like in, in terms of having a career, you've got to be able to ride those lows where maybe you're not the... The, the hottest thing, the eyes are on us, someone else. And it's like, what do you, how do you go on about day-to-day business in that period of time? So you keep writing the songs, you keep writing the songs. Because I've always believed like you're, only, you're always three minutes away from changing your life as a songwriter. You, yeah. you can always write your way out of anything. And then I think come 2016, where went on to Mr. Jam show uh, when he was on One Extra, did the little filming over Where Are You Now, yeah. uh, the Skrillex tune. It had a moment where it just connected and it felt like that, that whole Corrupt FM almost, they're a parody in the garage scene, but when I saw them at festivals, they actually were like, we're living this. Yeah, this they put on a show. And I could see them flip when I walked through the door where it was like, almost felt, we're, we're, 
we're, we're playing our, our show. We've got two. Actually, we need to spit bars now. Yeah, yeah. The love that was in the building was crazy. Sing and fill me in. Why will you keep me down? Why will you keep me down? Were you creeping round? Why were you? You know what? Yo, something like uh, spit a sixteen, a secret sixteen. I've been doing this since I was sixteen. Been a few years, it's calling sixteen. A brand new flow, 2016. See, first ever living a dream. 1999 when I first came on the scene. Skinny young breath from out of Saddam team with a bunch of melodies for days. Know what I mean? Lean and mean, embodied the whole scene. Packing on muscle like bars of protein. Crushing every microphone that I be holding. Did you know I've been training dirty, but don't go keeping it clean? Fast forward to sort of where we are now. I think being able to reinvent yourself, but without it being inauthentic. So mm. doing a garage tune with JJ, for me, is authentic and it's very fresh. There's a whole fan base that won't know who I am. Yeah. Like if JJ's that'd be like, wow, okay, who's this guy? They might not have heard of one tune from back in the day. And I think a lot of my fans would be like, wow, KSI, this is sick. So it, I think there's a, there's a really nice like bridge that's happening, but also to remember to be present. Don't tell the stories from back in the day. Because the kids do not care. <laughs> You've tried. When you start You've saying, tried. yeah, I sold yeah. X amount of million records and I'm on this tour and bloody blah, blah. And they're like, bro, we do not care. <laughs> we want to know what you're doing now. And once you respect that, you're always going to be in the mix. But yeah. I see a lot of artists who've been there for a long time who are kind of stuck in a period. And that's fine because then you become heritage. And that's, that's cool. But I know like a tune like I'm doing with JJ, yeah. it's like fresh. And then if it wasn't with Bastille, on a couple of years back with I Know You, or if it wasn't with Blonde when they were on the come up with Sigala, or if it was, you know what I mean? So you're always in the mix with people, you know what I mean? Yeah. And and, and then is it slightly, it would, if, if I ask you a question like, you know, when I said, oh, you're, you're undergoing a renaissance, is that a slightly annoying question because you've still been working this whole time? And so it just so happens that the focus has come back to you, uh, but you've still been doing what you've been doing the whole time, right? No, nah, you, do you know what? Again, it's, the ego wants to be like, oh, let me tell my story. I was working underneath on the underground. <laughs> Nobody cares about what <laughs> If you can take that as the best bit of advice, yeah, that yeah. nobody really cares what you're doing behind the scenes. It's like anyone who's trying to break through. They don't know you may have been doing 10 years working hard before you actually hit it with that first, that tune. Yeah. So my thing is that renaissance, a moment when you're back, as long as you really are an opportunist and you take it and grasp onto that, you're good to go. So I'm just loving life, man. I'm 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 happy that, in all respect, that JJ would would reach for me, yeah. but not from a. Oh, I need to go. I know he wouldn't go old school. Yeah, that's the thing. It wouldn't it wouldn't help his career to be like, oh, let me pull out someone from way back in the day. It's like, okay, well, and I don't want to speak for you, Jay, because you can. No, no, you can it's, cool, it's cool. Yeah. But it seems like he's doing his thing. He's 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 got his I beat the rocks TS five stuff that he's doing on a regular. He's playing all these festivals with new tunes. He's got this whole younger fan base that are into him. I can draw for him without feeling like, Oh man, we pulled out, you know what I mean? Some old school. <laughs> so I'm really glad, man. Cause that yeah. makes me feel like, yeah, we can, we can flex this, man. D did you know it was a moment when you did that, when you went on jam show, did you, could you feel at that, at that point that it was, it felt like something that's going to change things? Someone was special, man, in terms of like the energy I walked in and talk about the stars aligning and the universe really was like, okay, the apex of meat and big nasty. Then we had when the baseline drops, which was like like one of my top tens I hadn't had for a while. Mm. Next thing I was doing a sold out arena tour off the back. There was this, we're kind of where's he been thing, yeah. but also it wasn't a where's he been and he's sort of only got the old school stuff. It was like that where are you now filming mashup to have not gone with something new, I think people would have been like, okay, well, just do Born to Do It album and we're good with that. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, and I felt it in there, man. It was something. And when you feel it, it it's a wave that you get on. It was the same feeling I had when I first started off. Yeah. So I feel like this time is JJ's wave. Like, in a, <laughs> no, a wave. no pressure. Not no pressure. Involved, oh, yeah. How do you feel about it? No, but on the oh, real, though, God. just the way you're handling business, it's like you can't stop something that's, that's flowing. You can only kind of get in the way and, and sort of shake yourself a little bit. But if, as long as you, yeah. you keep it together, you'll be cool. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, JJ, how do you feel about that wave riding? Uh, <laughs> well, obviously, there's a lot of pressure, but um, yeah, all my life, like, I've just taken opportunities. Like, a lot of people go, oh, how can you do this and do this and do this? And it's literally just me, you know, working hard in the background and then just taking opportunities when they come. Like, you know, I've been, I've been lucky, but I've made my own luck, if that makes sense. And... Mm. You know, I've just made sure uh, I take advantage and then I carry on. And, you know, I've got to a point where I'm doing well in music. 
And I know a lot of people, when they get to this point, they go, I've done it. I've made it. I've, you know, I can relax. But I'm just there like, no, no, let's go. Let's go. Let's keep going. So, mm. you know, this song is on, um, the song with me and Craig David is on my next album. And like, I've already made like 12, 13 songs for the next album. And, you know, I want to release it next year. And like, I want to be a person that can release an album every single year. I just want to be consistent and constantly like be in people's faces because I feel like we live in a generation where you have to always be current. You know, yeah. you have to essentially do a Drake and, you know, just always just be there. Yeah. And, uh, but, you know, it doesn't mean you just put out trash. You have to make sure you, that, you know, it's quality content. And yeah. you always have to make it fresh and new and find new ways to re-innovate yourself. And I've done that with YouTube for years. So I'm kind of just adapting that to my music as well. Are you uh, completely detached from the outcomes? Like, for example, you say that you're, you want to be putting out an album every year. Yes. Is that regardless of how those albums, is it... You know, if those albums didn't do well, which I'm sure they won't, but I'm just saying, you know, as a for instance, yeah, if they didn't, would that would that bother you? Or would you just go, no, I want to do music and I'm going to keep plugging away until yeah, this yeah, takes I'll off. just keep going. Like with this simulation, you know, I got number two, a uh, number two album uh, in the country, and I was like, cool, all right, let's go, let's yeah. go for that number one. I, if I get number one, I'll be like, cool, time to get another number one. Like that's just my mindset, and you know, eventually I want to be able to, you know, headline a festival. or you know, I mean, obviously it's crazy. Like, I know a lot of people will listen to this be like, there's no way. But like, you know, if someone told me I was going to be doing a song with Craig David, I would have laughed in your face. And I'm sure many people laughed mm. in my face. So, you know, you never know this world. So it's kind of like you just have to keep working and opportunities will rise. And then eventually when it's there, take full advantage and go ham. Jesus Christ, I feel fucking inspired. I want to. I want to write a fucking new tour show right now. Man. <laughs> you can listen to this back. Yeah, I'm gonna. It's gonna be like, like a mantra. You yeah. know, how you put on like these like, motivational speakers. You can do it. You just keep going, man. You were number two last time. You're gonna be number one next time. <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Obviously, like Craig was talking about, like Biggie and Tupac, and mm. obviously that's a different. You know, we're coming from a different generation. What What was your route to hip hop? Uh, LimeWire. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, good. Lamar can yeah. spit. Yeah, <laughs> no. So like, obviously, very underground. Um, yeah, through through the internet. Uh, once I got my computer, um, I and the internet, and instantly, you know, figured out this thing called LimeWire and downloaded a lot of music. Mm. So I listened to a lot of American hip hop. Right. So I listened to like Fifty Cent, Lil Wayne, Drake, um, J Cole, all of that lot, and you know, I was just obsessed. Like I remember one of the first tracks I listened to was "A Millie" by Lil Wayne. Yeah, such a good gas yeah. me up, bro. I was <laughs> like, "What is this? I've never heard music like this." Yeah, yeah. Criteria compared to your career, this isn't fair. I'm a venereal disease, like a menstrual bleed through the pencil and leak on the sheet of the tablet in my mind. Cause I don't write shit, cause I ain't got time. Cause my second minutes, I was go to the almighty dollar and the all. Mighty power of that ch 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 chopper sister, brother, son, daughter, father, motherfucker, copper, got the Maserati dancing on the bridge, pussy popping, tell the coppers. And like, I saw the music video, it's insane, and it's crazy now, like, you know, I guess during that period as well, I kind of in went into all different types of music, from like rock to, um, 
to like alternate hip hop to like people like Tyler the Creator and L Sweatshirt. Yeah. And you know, even like Frank Ocean, you know, I was a big fan. So yeah, I kind of um, drifted after many years into the UK, back yeah. into the UK and grime. Grime was then my thing. Yeah. So from Jamie to P Money to. Um, did you ask to be on his album or did he, he ask me, bro? He asked me. Right. He asked me and I was like, yo, what? <laughs> and uh, it's, it's, it's funny because he sent me the instrumental and I was like, yo, I don't think I can spit on this. <laughs> I actually don't, I don't think I can spit. So he was like, all right, I'll give you a different type of instrumental. And he gave me uh, the instrumental that you can hear now. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll do my thing. Yeah. And then, yeah, we, we, we did like a, I guess, you know, the Drake, um, Travis Scott type thing. Yeah, yeah. 2010 had them rolling. You know that FIFA's the thing I've been owning. No cap, I killed it when gaming. Throwback, I'm beasting on news like the first time I came in. I'm over the watch and I'm main in the piece. 500,000, I bought with no lease. Number one, purple to gold. Film for a video or try to see my value increase. Getting million to million for doing it all. Million to million for learning abroad. Million to million for doing it silly. Highly contagious in all of my ages. I'm moving more billy, feeling the morning, but you knew that was. It's so funny that, though, because even that decision because a lot of people would have thought I really respect P Money I'm trying to make me wear this music thing if he sent me that instrumental I've got to try and find a way to make this work yeah like, I mean oh, submit man. some shit I just thing. told him like I want it to be the best thing possible and I know I wouldn't be able to do it right. on that instrumental so I was just like yo give me something that's just a bit slower which I can really spit on and uh, yeah it just worked so mm. Have, uh, you, have you gone back to like educating yourself to earlier hip hop stuff, or have you um, talking about that golden what, era nineties? Ruby, stuff you sound yeah. quite demanding. If, it. Yeah, yeah. Is it, you're sort of <laughs> saying like he has to do that. If I'm well, being, I, know, I said, have you? Oh, if right. I'm being honest, no, not really. Well, you, you should. You should. <laughs> you absolutely should. No, yeah, no, no. I, I don't know. It's. I guess, like you know, it doesn't really. My audience don't, don't no. really care for Yeah, that. they don't give oh, a shit man. about that. So they record. won't be listening to this. <laughs> well, no, no. I'd say some of my audience will yeah. be listening to this. Like, yeah. I have a huge range of audiences from, like, I'd say 7 to 30 to right. 33. Right. And that's literally just because, first of all, I've been doing this for, like, 10 plus years. Secondly, you know, I have a huge range because of the boxing. Mm. I've gained a different audience because mm. of that. Are those people coming to your music as well? Have you found yeah, yeah, yeah. So because I've been or, doing music yeah. like throughout my years and it's all, you know, slowly improving throughout the time, you know, they've just kind of grown up with me and, mm. you know, they've just seen me get better and better and better. And now mm. I have a fan base who just love my music as well. Mm. And that's why I'm able to like sell out a tour like next year for in the pandemic. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it's just, it's crazy, but it's 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 kind of cool at the same time. I mean, I, I think, yeah, I, I sort of think about it. My, my audience goes from, I think, 42 to maybe 43, 45. <laughs> I'm 46. So, you know, yeah, yeah, wait, oh, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, that's because I got your free ticket. Oh, man. Hip hop gripes. Craig, is there anything about, uh, about hip hop you're not as keen on? Because a lot of people, we've, we've been doing a few podcast records today. And some yeah. of the thing that people talk about is the the lyricism of it and the, the misogyny and the the violence of it and stuff like that. Is that something that ever bothered you, or is that something that you sort of you can detach the entertainment aspect of that from from what you're listening to? I think it's funny because I think it kind of goes back to what I was saying about how that rivalry when it was when it started off being lyrically we're taking it there and. And people did push the boundaries. I mean, it's, it's almost like all gloves are off when you go in. When you listen to some of the, like, hit them up and you start to hear them tunes where Tupac's Retaliation, I mean, he went he, he went deep on it. You oh, know it what was mean? insane, right? It was yeah, like... it was like, I'm going to really take this to a place where I can't expect you not to, something to come off the back of this. Yeah. I think for me, it's, there's, there's, miso there's misogyny in, in so many different genres of, of music. And I think, like, from someone who's very much a purist with my songs, I've always tried to come in a way that has been as respectful as I possibly can, regardless of some of my earlier stuff when I was like, even seven days, it was yeah. like, I was making love on a Wednesday. It wasn't like I was, I could have, could have flipped that as a teenager. I could have said some other things. Yeah. I was very mindful of, I was living at home with my mum, my mum. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, <laughs> so you couldn't, you couldn't really. Super yeah. honest. Like I had to like be, I had to think twice about what was going on. And my dad, if I, if I try to overstep where 
overstepped the respect for my mom. Yeah. Oh, I'd learn from my dad real quick. Right, Trust right. me, he doesn't have to call my name. You know, there's low when he calls your name l once, low, pray. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> no, you have to just, you have to calm yourself. So I kind of was brought up in that way, but I'd say it's the, it's the when it starts to get to killings, when it starts to get to people getting stabbed, when it, that part for me, I think you have to understand is entertainment. And there's always going to be people who are going to do the turn up tunes. There's always going to be people who are going to be saying certain things. There's certain words I don't use in my music. It's just me personally. But it doesn't As stop in me. like profanity and stuff are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, I don't think I need to go there because I feel like for every profanity, I feel there's there's a there's a poetic way of saying that. It's right. Sometimes the, those words are used to, to not go there, to yeah. not kind of think, okay, well, that was an easy rhyme word, so let me just go with that on every other line. Mm. I think if you can find a different way, it's just the way I've, I approach it. And I think some people do it really well. Um, and also I think there's, there's sometimes a lot of stigma that kind of comes with that. But when I listened back to the nineties, 2000, man, it was, it was all kicking off yeah. every way. But what I did like is the way that R and B and hip hop started to merge. What did he did with or Puffy at the time when he moved, when bad boy, what that represented was yeah. it's shifting from not just being biggie. Then you had, the Lil' Kims and Junior Mafia and you had Mace and you had Black Rob and I mean it was 112 and you, Mary J. Blige it was starting to move into a new thing and I think we're in that place now man yeah the drill thing watch for the drill thing where R&B mm. artists are going to start to do their thing over drill music mm. and it will take it will bring some sweetness to some of the the lyrics that are coming through yeah which will help the scene and balance a little yeah. that's again, an interesting prediction mm. so you think you're going to see more that's kind of where you, you see it going yeah, because I've seen it before in, in other scenes. It's like yeah. Garage was very sweet. It went underground, became grime. Right. Grime sort of evolved, and then you had a moment where it became, it got sweet for a minute. I don't want to say sweet, but it just became, it came commercialized. People knew of it, and everyone yeah. wants to underground. Drill. The drill sound comes through, and then now people are getting aware of it. You'll find there'll be some R&B sweet boys who kind of throw something. Drake gets this well, man. He understands that you can... If you need to go hard, I'll go hard. If I need to go bring some R&B Sweet Boy to this, so the scene will naturally go there, and then there'll be a new scene that'll be called something else. It'll be a derivative of Drill yeah. that will go even darker again, and, and we'll be in the same cycle. You know what I mean? Drake is an interesting one because, like you said, he's managed to cross the like step between those two things, and people seem to accept both ways, don't they? Do you, is there a secret to how he's done that, do you think, or just because he's very good at what he does? I think he. if you look back at... I remember the the early mixtapes. I mean, the shout-outs he gave to myself and Shola Amma, yeah. Dodger on early mixtapes. So, I mean, and, and the amount of grind he put in on those tapes. And remember before that, the acting. So he's very he's a very polished artist who really has done his due diligence. That when it comes to it, and he's shown homage to the UK. I mean, a lot of Canadian artists did that. I mean, if you look at The Weeknd, Justin Bieber, yeah. Drake. They, 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 they always had the eye on what was going on in the UK. So now it's just he's found that, you know what? I can draw for the R&B because I can't actually hold a vocal. I can do, the, I can do the, the hip hop thing and I can spit on a drill track if you want. Yeah. And, he, and I, think, I think he's just, he's not just chucking it. I feel like he, 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 he genuinely loves the music and there's no way you can be the number one hip hop artist in the world from just, I'm just trying it out and seeing how it goes. Mm. The guy's just too good for that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, JJ, do you, so when Rupert very rudely sort of interrogated you about, mm. uh, Sorry about getting that. into the history no. of the music, <laughs> Craig was talking about like Tupac and Biggie. Are those people that you've ever listened to or Diddy? Oh, no, like... obviously, I think it's kind of hard not to listen to Tupac and mm. Diddy. And obviously, I mean, yeah, like even Biggie, um, Snoop, all of that. It's How does kinda... it sound to you? Like, do you like mm. all that or do you sort of think this sounds a bit old? Um, Feel free to be honest. We won't. <laughs> um, no, no, I, I get it. I like it. I right. get it. But uh, it's not something I I would go, oh, snap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. really like born into that. I was kind of born into another era. Yeah. So it kind of doesn't gas me up like it would gas you guys That's up. That's too old, boys. So like. Yeah. You don't have to say it so in such a fucking <laughs> derogatory way. It wouldn't gas me up like it gas you. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> I think there might be a battle brewing. Yeah, I mean, this guy. <laughs> Absolutely not. A boxing match, at least. Um, yeah, but I do know what you mean. Like, I think the one thing, actually, more than the lyrics, I think, Craig, you kind of alluded to, is the production. 
Mm. is that that there's not enough bass yeah, well yeah yeah but it's just <laughs> it's so different you know like yeah. like, like I, I've got you know people just say it, it doesn't this production doesn't excite me in that way do you know what yeah. I mean it's, it's a lot more minimal it's I don't know it's it's a different kind of style so I totally understand where you're coming from it wasn't uh, I wasn't trying to trap you or anything no not, no, like, no, Rupert, so. not like Rupert <laughs> so what was your so who do you listen to now who are your big artists oh, I listen to uh, Parcelu yeah uh, Parcelu I think he's sick uh, is that uh, that my family, Jim? Yeah, my family. Mystery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love it. I love it. Pussy, what you want from me? Pussy, I don't owe nobody. Front lines, all you see is cats calling, calling. Though you only wanted up from me. Hey, see me right there, I'm with my family. In the middle of the streets with my family. Ah, big hunting death for my family. Ah, brick it to brick it to my family. Ah, what's up? Right from a killy killy, no cap Bust a bell, make it ring like that Have you ever seen a madman giggle after? You don't roll up a brother like that You don't smoke like that Hey, hey, who want what? My the video, by the way, is hard my, Right, hard. so that's this video, have you seen this man, video? Man. So it's like a, it's like a, a classic video of like a crew mm. just sort of spitting down a, the barrel of a camera Yeah But they put the camera on an arm or something yeah, I don't know yeah. how exactly they've done it but they just sh- it just shifts nice. all around yeah it so adds. it's a computer a computer based camera oh is that what it is yeah yeah okay. so it has like certain angles that it's gonna be at it's fucking it makes it look like something you've never seen yeah, before it's man incredible. It's, it's incredible it's amazing uh, anyway sorry I uh, to yeah no it's, um, so I listened to Tion Wayne yeah. uh, Abracadabra uh, obviously P Money uh, JME Skepta uh, Stormzy uh I'm just trying to go through my list. <laughs> I mean, I listen to a huge range, especially in the UK. Like, UK music is popping right now. Yeah. It's popping, like, heavily. Uh, Slow Tie as well is another one I listen to. Slow Tie is starting to get some uh, recognition from American artists as well. Because I was listening to... Uh, do you, I don't know if you guys know Amine, but he just brought out this album. Amine, yeah, 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 yeah. He just brought out this album, Limbo. Yeah, and, Amine's sick. And Slow Ties on it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was just like, fucking hell, I can't believe Slow Ties yeah, on this yeah, record. Yeah, it's mad. Yeah, so it's, yeah, there's, it's it's huge. There's a lot of big things happening in the UK. Mm. And I feel like a lot of artists can see it from, like, all around the world. Yeah. So, yeah, Dutch Avelli as well. Oh, my God, how could I forget? Dutch Avelli. Craig, you wear a Dutch Avelli? Yeah, yeah. His voice. <laughs> I can't deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, Dutch over here. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Golden and Brody, please phone Cody. A man got touch at the donut shop. I hope he recovers in a week. If not, it's peak. Your old man caught. Put that to the back of my mind right now. Black trainers, black tracks, suit, black gloves. What happens on up block stays on up block. We do not ride out with a loose tongue. You are not bad. What have you done? Since see me get free man down in the night. She don't know I did that more than once. I hate pigs, call them cows. Catch lines, build more than plants. Trying to get rich by any means, even if it means running in drums. Yo, it's big fun. So you feel like a rumble. Yeah, it's yeah. Sort of, you feel like when you listen to him talk, it feels like it's aiding your digestion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's, well, he's in, bro, his work rate is unreal, man. Yeah, yeah. He's going ham. Like, man came out of prison and then just went, yeah, I'm going to destroy this music thing. Yeah. And he fully has, so. Um, and is there anything you don't like about hip hop or the scene or anything? Um,. Well, I guess obviously, you know, like the, the actual killings, I feel like that's kind of long. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's I, bad. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I feel I like people don't really need to die. Yeah. I feel like you can keep it with within the entertainment and just leave it at that. But, uh, you know, I can understand how, you know, you know, people have beef, you know, there's gang wars and all this and that, you know, there's OFB, the Niners, et cetera, you know, going at each other. And there's even more gangs left, right, and center, and you know the music aids that, and then that's their way to like, that's their way to poke fun at their opposition, yeah. being like, oh, you know, I ching this person and I sh- to sh- and yeah. yeah, blah blah blah. So it's you know I understand it's just it is part of the scene, but I don't like it. I don't like people dying. No one needs to die doing this, yeah. man. Like we can all make money, man. There's a lot of money to be made in this music thing, so. Yeah, let's just keep it at that and, you know, make sure everyone else wins rather than killing. Craig, what are you uh, What are you up to next? Well, I mean, obviously you've got the single with JJ, but what what's next for you? Yeah, I'm just, I mean, in writing mode, been been writing throughout the the first, like, part of the, of the main lockdown mm. and then 
depending on it. To be honest, not even what's going to, what's going on in the world. I think when you're creative, you kind of you're finding that's actually giving you time to actually to 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 write. And the fact that I've always been very hands on when it comes to recording vocals, yeah. just sitting down, getting my harmonies together, doing my ad libs, getting gassed off my own ad libs, being like, Jesus, man. <laughs> just, I, I love it, man. It's like when you when you live that yeah. life, it's just like because before you have to always be asking the next guy to record you and da da da. But now because I know that, like I said, Pro Tools is I'm a go to guy on that, so I just know how to do my vocals and get them sounding right. So I want to make a record that just feels that, not throwback, and I, I, but to take all the essence of the era I talked yeah. about, but for it to feel new school. And production's a thing. It's like Afrobeat. I mean, that's dancehall from the yeah. 90s. It's just, it's just the production slightly flipped. Oh, we've lost. It's like the light switch, yeah, man. Lost. See, that's what happened. Oh, wow. You yeah, go, it's just went dark in it. Dancehall, and then you flip <laughs> it, and then the yeah. light goes I mean, off. I don't know. Like, wow. if we, I don't know why we've... It's, it, it already looked like a sex dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> and we've... <laughs> I think, it, well, as long as this is still recording. Oh, I'm bringing I'm happy to say it. Hey, yo, 2020, bro. <laughs> maybe something's happened what outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe this is the end. Maybe we're on yeah. lockdown. Fuck, we're, we're, gonna, we're stuck here forever. For anyone who's listening, the lights have gone off just in case you're like, oh, what yeah, the sorry, hell? Yeah, the lights have gone off at our end, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The lights have gone off in oh, there, Jesus. but we're right over here, man. We're shining so, the light. I feel like I'm in the Blair Witch, man. It's quite exciting. Oh, man. Do you know the mad thing with it, though, is that even though it's like, it's sort of a trial and error of trying to how to find the yeah. light. Yeah, it's mad things like this that in the in the moment when it seems to be going completely yeah. pear shaped, you find that oh shit, you see that the way that the light is hitting the mm. thing. That's the new angle we need to do this because no podcast is doing it. No, like that's this. true. Yeah. Yeah. But there's the also the argument only. that no podcast is doing like this for good reason. <laughs> <laughs> there's a series of arguments why they're not. I mean, this is mental. I like it. This is absolutely mental. And Craig, are you going? Are you, what's going on in Ibiza? Are you going back out? So I beef it for the moments on on hold. I mean, I hope for next year everything's back in back in mm. play. I think we just all need to one is that trying to like. I mean, I've been so feeling it in my heart just for everyone who's been involved in the cruise and everyone who are like out of pocket and everybody hasn't got work and everyone's trying to put food on the table and and pay their rent and pay their bills. And there's such a big infrastructure that's going on that I just feel like we need to get that yeah. fixed up because there's the, entertainment is the one thing that's holding this whole thing together. Like the people who showed up when the music was going like, sorry, when the everything locked down, all the creators, yeah. everyone was on YouTube, everyone was doing their creating music. The whole versus thing came about oh, yeah, out yeah, of nowhere. Yeah, of course, yeah. Like, all these things that we, so to now sort of almost turn off the turn off the lights or pun the pun <laughs> on the whole thing is like, come on, man, we need because what I hope we got an entertainment industry once this this is done because I think we think we're going to just come back and everyone's going to be sort of yeah. firing. It's like, well, how's that work if? Someone hasn't been able to pay their bills for the last six yeah. months. So for me now, and I say it's the digress from Ibiza, but for me, it's like I want to know that people are being looked after, that the industry's in the right state, that people can enjoy it. Because if we're in this kind of not knowing where we are, no one wants to be like distanced at a pool, at a pool mm. by. You know what I mean? You don't want to feel like, oh, I'm in a pool and I've got to be six, six feet away from someone who's splashing over there. It's, it's, there's a lot of things that we need to just be patient yeah but also make sure that people are looked after in a period of time because there won't be anything to come back to. Which will it's, be it's walking that line, isn't so, it? Um, you, will, you want things to go back to normal, but you've got to do it properly. Of course. You know what I mean? Ultimately, you don't want deaths, but you, you've got to realise that there's people's families on the line and there's a lot of money that we pay as taxes that need to just be distributed correctly. You know what yeah. I mean? So... Well, look, Craig, uh, we know you've got to go. Thank you. We're, we're going to sort of uh, say bye to you and get on with this orgy that we've organised here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> this, is, this is all. I think we've got the lighting exactly <laughs> right. So It's got me in the mood. Pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Nah, pleasure. Thank you, man. JJ, yeah. I'll see you on the flip, I'll see you man. in a bit, man. Wicked, guys. Peace. Right, JJ, I'm so sorry about nah, what the fuck right. has happened in nah, this basement. Bro, it's different. <laughs> it's different, man. We do this every record. You can say this, yeah. is, this is like the first for That's me. That's always like, the cue yeah. to wrap this it up. So, yeah, this is about, you know, like when, because obviously this is the first time we're meeting. I feel like I like know you from watching all this stuff, but yeah. it's so funny just thinking, I'm looking forward to meeting him. And then you come in and you must be thinking, what the fuck is this setup, man? No, like, this no, is... no, bro, I've been in He's way seen worse. worse yeah. yeah, bro, I've been everywhere, so. Uh, so what's next for you then? So the album, when's the album going to come out then? Uh, hopefully around May. Right. Um, April, May. Yeah, so around then. Yeah. Mm. Uh, uh, what who else, else have you got? Are you, oh. Who else are you going to collab with on it? Uh, I can't say, man. Oh. <laughs> 
Romish. It, it's it's uh, it's an improvement on. Um, but I don't want to say an improvement, but like I, th- there's artists that people won't um, expect right, right. Uh, for sure in the next album. So okay, it's uh, yeah, it's US exciting. or UK? US and UK. Oh, shit! <laughs> Paul oh. Logan. Paul, imagine <laughs> Paul Logan. He says. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and uh, what are you? Uh, what else you got outside of music, or is it yeah, music you're so, focusing on completely? Uh, so obviously, you know, still doing YouTube, uh, sidemen stuff. Uh, the group that I ha- that I'm in, we always just making content. When do you do those things? That what the one video that my kids have been watching, mm. a lot of you guys doing, is where there's a girl uh, at one end of the room, and then you guys all take turns to, to chat around. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, real life Tinder. <laughs> so yeah, that's when we kind of just. <laughs> Yeah. Well, obviously, it's just like a parody. We're all just like, uh, just making making fun of it all. But yeah, we're just trying to think of like stupid punchlines or mm. stupid uh, pickup lines to try and make the girl say yes. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of times it fails. Obviously, it's they... funny as fuck though. Oh it's yeah, really yeah, funny. it's, it's really funny. Yeah, so. Oh, the other video. Sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, it's it's right. But there was one video I saw of you watching. Um, somebody created a. I think it's like a UFC uh, ring entrance or WWE ring entrance for you. Oh my gosh, that yeah. was so fucking oh funny. Oh my man. god! So yeah, they just made me super camp, <laughs> super camp. Like, but it's so funny because you were so. I was so gassed. excited. Yeah, was, like so you were like, okay, let's see what this. I don't know what this is, and then it was like you were in the corner of the screen. I could just see your face gradually dropping. As you were <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, yeah, not that there's anything wrong with being camp. But, no, but it was just our character. Just, yeah, I was just, yeah, yeah it's not, it doesn't really, uh, it, it's not really me. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, look, listen, man, thank you so much for coming. I no, would I've say, look, I, I would say the first time I heard you uh, spit was on that P Money album. Okay. And, and, and if anybody's thinking he's a YouTuber and so he might not have the skills that, that's absolutely not the case so make sure you do oh, check out his stuff you, man. man it's like you do know what you're doing and obviously you're completely dedicated to it so mm. good luck with all of it thank man. you thank you uh, thank you so much for joining us we're going to figure out if we can get out of if there. this is like Avengers yeah. Endgame or something <laughs> like somebody's who's, who, who's going to die first I know we've just opened the door it's just fucking zombies yeah yeah shit. fire everywhere <laughs> <laughs> what are we going to eat uh, who knows each other I guess yeah yeah <laughs> I think I'd I've... win because I'd just knock one of you out. Shit. <laughs> 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 uh, Rupert, uh, Rupert looks more tasty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, a bit, there's a bit more chunk on it. <laughs> tuck in, man. Tuck in. Uh, thank you so much, man. No, pleasure, man. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. This is Roundabout Season 2, and we're back to share more stories from the road and the memories made along the way. We're talking rest stops. If we're stopping to get gas, you will be timed. (laughs) (laughs) You will be right. (laughs) Misguided plans. I grew up in the city, so I have like... You know, a healthy fear of real extreme darkness. <laughs> this was like wilderness. A lot of laughs. Y'all weird, but you, <laughs> yeah, you, you were different. Like, you were real different, bro. I can't really put my finger on it. And so much more. Just goes to show that unexpected yeah. things sometimes are the best when it comes to a road trip. Roundabout Season 2, presented by Nissan, is live now with new episodes rolling out every Thursday. Listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.